0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week for the Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews. I'm one of your hosts, Nick.
1: And I'm your other host, Josh. Uh, speaking of reviews, Nick, we just got done talking about a little yeah. Carlisle Protocol, so the loud crowd will have to come visit that when it releases.
0: Yes, visit visit our YouTube. Be sure you've subscribed. If not, you're a new listener. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Simple as Loud Thumbs to find us. And uh, yeah, check out some of our exclusive stuff we'll bring to you guys this uh, this next coming years. Starting out with Callisto Protocol from Josh, so uh, pretty uh, pretty good one. You guys will enjoy, I am sure. We are gonna crack a brew, and we're just gonna talk some games today. Uh, we've we've had a holiday, we've had a, another weeks <laughs> after the holiday to play yep, some of the stuff, yep. and we're we're gonna chit chat about some games. Uh, some little things I've kind of ran across. Uh, I think we want to geek about a couple of other things uh, that we've mentioned on news, and uh, we're also going to talk about um, that definitely not fried chicken game. We're going to be we're going to be talking about that. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> we we have to talk about it. Uh, it was brought up at the tail end of our news episode. If you guys want to go check it out, our news is on every Friday for everybody. who might be new, um, and yeah, we're going to chat about that one because. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. we got to crack a brew before we can talk games. That's the order we do things around here. Hell yeah. So, all right, man. You got your brew ready to crack? i gotta, I got to get down in my mini fridge and grab mine. So, <laughs> I'll be back in a second. I'm going to do like a Fraggle Rock thing here. So, I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, uh, I got another one from Jolly Pumpkin. I know I brought one of those uh, on for one of our streams. It was uh, a ginger... Uh blood orange ginger sour. And this one is a fruit goza with chocolate. Um, oh, it's a goza, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a ro- a part of the rotating si- uh, series it says it's an ale brewed with cacao nibs, sea salt, and blackberry, blackberry puree with chocolate added. Um so it sounded pretty good and pretty unique. I thought blackberry and, yeah. and chocolate sound like a pretty good combination for a, a salted beer like a goza.
0: Yeah, a blackberry puree, that shit sounds like it's gonna be sweet. Like
1: It might be sweet,
0: yeah. literally, literally sweet, I think. I'm curious to hear about this guy.
1: That's gotta be Ooh, it dark. Is sweet.
0: Okay, it is sweet.
1: Makes oh, the sense. color looks dark-ish. Okay, okay. Oh, it's it's tart. Okay. And checks man, out that's here. a that's a good that's a good sour, man. That's Are you nice. tasting the, chocolate in it too? It's an accent, I think, to the okay. berry. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely there. It's a, it's a dark chocolate vibe, not like a milk chocolate. Oh, it's it's okay. like a dark, bitter. Well,
0: th- there you and go. It, but
1: it's not bitter. It, the, oh, interesting. The flavor suggests that it would be, but it, it, it's not. I think it, the sweetness huh. of the berry and the, the tartness of the sour um, kind of overpowers it. But it's got that dark chocolate kind of flavor to it.
0: Nice. Okay. That is, uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's really good.
0: Sounds like it's got all kinds of things vibing. Oh, yeah. Well, I brought uh, a strange one as well. Um, I I had to buy this one just because of the name, but it's called Hop Tarts.
1: Um, Hop Tarts? I love it.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, Hop Tarts Strawberry Milkshake IPA.
1: Oh, I've had milkshake IPAs. They're a bizarre texture. This will be my
0: first. So (laughs) everybody gets to see that at the same time. Um, Yeah, it says here um, care to shake things up? We thought so. After your first sip of this creamy fruit decadence, we won't be surprised if you grab a straw and enjoy this supreme swirl of strawberry. Treat yourself, you've earned it. Um, Yeah, it's by Dewclaw, and Dewclaw has not done me wrong.
1: So they're a solid um, brewery.
0: Yeah, they really are. And we're going to check it out here. Um, I I love me Pop-Tarts, but uh, sugar does not like me. So I don't get to eat <laughs>
1: Pop-Tarts very often. Uh, Pop-Tarts, they're not good for you, but they are delicious.
0: They really are not good for you at all. You're right. Um, well, this this doesn't have a whole darkness of color to it. You can tell it's light. Okay, it's not as thick as I thought it might have been. Yeah, it just looks like standard IPA. Oh, really? I
1: had one milkshake IPA, and it had, like, a thickness to it that threw me off real bad. Really? Okay, yeah. See, that's what I thought this was going to do,
0: and it's not not thick.
1: Huh, wild. Okay, well, that's probably for the best. I'm checking to make sure there's, like, nothing I got
0: to worry about. It doesn't give me any instructions to, like... Shake it up. Shake or it. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're probably
1: so fine then. Yeah.
0: That would have been a bad idea around all the equipment, just shaking a beer with cracking it open, but
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit of cleanup.
0: I'm I'm not tasting um all of what I wanted to taste, I guess I say. Um it's just I mean, it's just an IPA, honestly. Um
1: Ah oh, man, I hate it when they call it like a flavored IPA, and you just yeah get hops.
0: Yep, that I mean it's just an IPA. So that one does not does not hit a mark that I was looking for. That's okay. It it's still on the target. It's just not a bullseye.
1: Mm, gotcha. Do you still get strawberry out of that? Very, very,
0: very little. And it's more like at the beginning and slight out of the aroma. you know, your overall aroma, your your floral of it, you get a little, yeah. but nothing, nothing over. Damn. Yep, that's about it. And you can kind of see on video, it's just a standard, just a beer color. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a okay. Standard color for an IPA. Yep, yep. Brews have been cracked.
0: It is time that we chat. That's what we do. So uh, yeah. let's talk about not fried chicken, okay? <laughs> definitely not fried chicken, okay? Definitely not money laundering simulator. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Okay, so... We uh the honestly guys when we at least me w- cuz you know I usually lead the news but when I do video game releases I do them on the fly like I I don't have a list or anything yeah. I like I like the natural feel of our show uh we're not staged we're not scripted it's just hey what do we want to talk about okay hit record let's go um so this game came up as the final game released um, it's coming out on the 18th, so it's pretty soon. You guys should be listening to this here before it releases. So you can add it to your Steam wishlist. This is a PC exclusive game from what I'm reading and seeing. And it was just called Definitely Not Fried Chicken. So if you listen to our news episode, Josh pulled it up for me real quick. And <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you're basically running a KFC. That's And you do see that in the images.
1: However, yeah, that's what it looked like.
0: I am going to read to you the description on Steam. And we're going to have a good chuckle. I guarantee it. (laughs) Okay. Definitely not fried chicken is a business management sim with a twist. Grow your drug trade through legitimate fronts by managing both sides of the business. Acquire new businesses, in quotations, meet new clientele, develop potential narcotics, make lots of money, and leave a city in ruin. There you go, guys. There, There it is.
1: And the uh, game looks so unassuming too. It's like real low res. It looks like uh, an indie Sims kind of is, I guess. Right?
0: It really does. It looks looks like the Sims video game, except instead of managing, you know, your characters, you're managing a drug trade and laundering your money through actual laundromats are in the game they show. So I wonder if that has something (laughs) going on. Uh they do show a KFC like esque sort of game. It's kind of like a uh, uh a, a El Pollo Loco, like it's like from you know uh, uh,
1: Yeah. Breaking
0: yeah. Bad. They kind of stole that and just chucked it into the video game. And it looks like cops are involved. It's all very like blocky. Um Minecraft Sims, I guess, in a way, is the way I look at it in my head. Sure, you know? sure. <laughs> but the sheer fact that it was, it went from something we thought was just like, oh, okay, you manage a restaurant to nope, you're selling some drugs and laundering your money through these legitimate businesses. <laughs> it's <laughs> like they're teaching you how to launder money. Um, which honestly, for me, uh, so many things hit all at once thinking about it. But the first thing that hit me was office space. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie, Josh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I yeah. am they don't know how to launder money that they're they're literally looking it up in the movie in the dictionary at one point (laughs) so (laughs) this is the video game they needed to uh yes to teach them how to launder money so uh that that's absolutely hysterical it's fantastic i will promise you guys if this is 15 dollars or less i'm buying it as long as it plays on my steam deck i'm going to buy this i'm going to play it and i'm going to talk about it on the show because It's so tongue-in-cheek. There was literally a piece of footage on Steam that you guys can check out where aliens land in your city and they come out and they say, take me to your dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so damn good. good. It's so good, man. Like, I laughed so hard. Uh, We both did. We both laughed pretty hard. Yeah,
1: yeah. It is so unexpected because it doesn't look anything like that. It's not menacing or any all it like it looks like you could hand this off to your like 10-year-old to play. And it they would really just do does. dumb stuff all the time. And instead, you would have be teaching your 10-year-old how to build a drug empire. <laughs> right. And you know what? I didn't look to see what we have as far as
0: uh ratings go. I didn't see a, an ESRB on it. I don't know if it's going to fall in early access. It looks like it is under the early access column right now. So it doesn't show price or anything. And I'm not seeing anything as far as ratings go either. I kind of glanced across it earlier to see, but I would assume just based on the content, it should be at least a a mature. Like, I I don't know if you can make this teen. Uh, Uh, It depends
1: on the rest of it. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to start breaking kneecaps over uh, someone's late payments. Then maybe it, it dips into mature.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um I I I had to share it. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. It was completely unexpected, like you said. Oh my God. Yeah. Um another thing I wanted to talk about was some cool stuff that uh Josh, are you are you familiar with the company G Fuel? That sounds familiar.
1: So, I feel like I should know what that is
0: they make um a lot of like energy drinks and they make like protein um powders and things like that right
1: okay okay
0: and oddly enough they are very much in the gaming universe so Uh, there's a lot of um, like i've had the sonic g fuel which tastes like peach rings for obvious reasons rings sonic right (laughs) um I've had uh there's a Mega Man one, they've done a PewDiePie one, which honestly I refuse to even drink or touch the can.
1: Oh, um, I see. There's a Conquer one. No,
0: there's yes, and that's what you're looking at right now. I actually uh-huh. pre-ordered that one. The Conquer one I pre-ordered because <laughs> the I, Mighty I flavor. I am me and Conquer's right there. Like he's right behind me. He's right Yes. There. And I love him, but yes, you can pre-order or go ahead and buy some of these that are available. And they have several of them now that they're doing, which is they're all video game related. They're very cool. I kind of like the idea that they're like getting people to kind of, you know, work out, you know, go out, try and be healthy. You know, their, their products yeah. are promoting a healthy lifestyle. And I mean, you could say what you want about energy drinks, but you know, there's zero sugar and things like that. So, um, which I love cause I'm a zero sugar kind of guy, but they have the Great Mighty Pooh, which you get as like a it's like a, a figure character. You get it, and then you get along with uh, you know a bundle. You get like some of their products with it as well. Um, and then they have Mega Man. Uh, they have a Mega Man drink. Also, you can get I said, um, but they have a Mega Man compilation you can go pick up, and they have a Pac Man one now that I just got me- emailed about. I thought this was just cool. Like it's it's yeah. Something this that is neat. I did not expect this company. Uh, to be doing and it came out of the blue one day Um, just kind of I don't remember what social media it was on or whatever but it was it was shared and I'm like oh this is kind of cool I like it and the Pac-Man's kind of neat as well Um, because there's like a like a power pellet is what they call it and yeah, I, I believe it's light a light up uh situation here. It's like a collector's box you get it in, and there's a, a cherry lollipop uh flavor they're talking about. It's a light up box and it looks like hmm. a Pac-Man arcade, but it lights up. So it's oh, like a little shadow. That's box. Neat. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot like this uh this Mario I have behind me in, in camera that lights up my Super Mario um world case. Looks like uh it looks like the box from the game, but it, it lights up. And then you you get like uh, you know mixing drink cups and all kinds of things i mean it looks like there it's like 75 bucks for the whole kit uh, but it's kind of a collectible thing for for gamers and stuff out there I, I mean I'm the not flavors the only
1: one. sound legitimately good oh there's a health potion one for diablo i just saw that's oh, cool. no
0: way dude for real i didn't see
1: that yeah one. that's dope it,
0: did you go under collectors? Which what what did you see to see that?
1: It, I went under video game flavors, and it flashed by me in about a half a second. There it is. Okay, it's gotcha, the gotcha. energy formula uh, health potion. Yep, oh, I see it, Di- it as well. Diablo Immortal. I don't know. Now that, that I have a conflict of interest. Oh come on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Mega Man has a blue bombshell slushy. Uh, that's the flavor that they have. Um, so I, I mean. I think it's super cool. Uh, something I wanted to share on the show and just uh, let anybody else out there know who might be looking for this kind of stuff. If uh, if you're like me and your body hates sugar, then this stuff is really cool because um, it doesn't affect me at all. Like it, it just it gives me energy, but I'm not drinking a bunch of garbage sugar and, and terrible high fructose and stuff.
1: So. <laughs> and you're not crashing halfway through the day. And
0: and yeah, yeah, I don't have that problem. I mean, it's, it's like nine o'clock at night and we're recording a podcast. I've worked all day, you know what I mean? So I'm still going <laughs> and I'm drinking a brew. So, I mean, it just balances everything out in life. Hell yeah. So, but yeah, like, uh, I don't talk about it much on the show. I, I kind of promote a, a healthy lifestyle, you know, for myself and, and, uh, my family and, I thought, you know what? Why not try and share that along with everybody else out there as well and put them on the the track to this, see what they think. If not, if you don't like it, you don't live it, that's fine. You still get cool collectibles. I mean, I'm all about collectibles too. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So hell yeah, I thought it was a pretty neat deal. So check it out. It's just gfuel.com. They have all kinds of video game uh, related things on there now.
1: So many, dude. I'm looking through just the video game flavors and there's a shitload.
0: There are, right? Yeah. I didn't realize how many more there were. Uh, like I said, I, I signed up for the, um, the Conquer pre-order because it doesn't come out until like April or May or something like that. And uh, um, yeah. then uh, I I got what I wanted. Like, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is all I want. And I saw the emails come through. But I see what you're saying. They have Sonic. They have Crash. Um, oh, my goodness, man. They have
1: Mortal Kombat. What? Diablo. What? I mean... Spyro, truly so many.
0: It looks like there's this is is this a it says Mega Potion, but it looks like it's Monster Hunter, dude. It is. I'm pretty sure this is a Monster Hunter. Uh, Oh yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. It's Monster Hunter Rise. Mango jackfruit. That sounds awesome. Mango jackfruit. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, they have the Sonic Peach Rings cans. You can buy their uh, their energy drinks right on there. Man, they got all kinds of stuff. They. They have uh, Spyro, which uh, ironically, Spyro is uh, our loud thumbs colors, which is cool. That was that was totally unplanned. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's that's true. (laughs) Very very cool,
0: though. And they have Super Meat Boy Cinnamon Candy. Yeah, guys, go check it out. I I think it's super neat. And uh, I'm still scrolling. I'm not I just hit the bottom. So there's plenty to uh, look at for the fans out there that like that kind of geeky stuff like I do.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we've been playing some video games, haven't we, Josh? Right? We talked about you we playing have. some Clisto. Um Yeah, I, I think last we chatted. Um, I think we had our Patreon exclusive episode, which everybody needs to uh, know now. I guess I can use this as a quick opportunity.
1: Yeah, we're, we are
0: we are now doing our post shows exclusive to our Patreon members. So. We uh we get ready for the show. We talk a little little inside loud thumbs, what's happening, you know, behind the scenes with us and video game stuff as well and what's going on. So we're gonna be sharing yeah. those weekly now. So there's some extra content coming to everybody on Patreon. If you guys would like to join, uh we would we would love that and help us grow the channel. That would be amazing. But uh we did have uh, our most recent uh loud thumbs Patreon was Just kind of talking about what we did for Christmas and uh, what games we've been playing. And I did not get a chance to talk about all of them because I could have talked for hours and hours because I played so much shit (laughs) the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: going to take the opportunity to talk more tonight on that as well. And what, uh, what about you? Have you dived into anything new since finishing Callisto?
1: uh not too much uh this past week man i was so busy i was uh finishing up some like more family uh gathering stuff for the, the christmas season and stuff so didn't get Same. quite as much catching up on some uh, some good old D stuff like critical role um I, I have been playing a little bit more elden ring uh so yeah. yeah i'm you know of course i started back up with my samurai i'm like ah, i'm good enough at this game now i kind of want to go back Turns out, uh, shields are not that good in Elden Ring, and just just <laughs> roll, guys. You don't need you don't need that safety blanket. Just roll out of the way. Because dual dodge. dual katanas is where it's at, dude. I have wrecked some bosses I had a lot of trouble with. Now, part of that uh, is experience, sure, uh, but I have taken down some bosses that uh, gave me a lot of grief beforehand. That's awesome.
0: Um, well, you know, you, you just said, uh, D and D and, um, I think we should like, we don't have like insider knowledge or a ton of like things we've talked about when it comes to this, but the wizard of the coast, what's happening with this, you know, copyright stuff they're going through and their yeah. change up, um, you're more well versed in D and am I'm, I'm soon to hopefully follow in your footsteps, but uh-huh. I, I kind of want, I kind of want you to share your opinion on what's happening with, uh, with this whole spiel with, uh, with the loud crowd and everybody out there listening.
1: Yeah. So I'm not crazy. Well, versed in what the, the new um, open game license is all about. Um, but for when I gather and the cliff Notes versions of stuff that I've seen, it there's a lot of like money grabby kind of stuff like uh anybody who uses their content for profit needs to register with them and then kind of divulge what they're making and they get a share of profits of what they're making with their material which is not the case now which i think is going to really adversely affect actual play shows which is what has made fifth edition dnd really explode um mm-hmm. no and no shortage that is critical role and You know, if I I don't want Critical World to give up 20% of what they do because they give to charities with all their like profit, not all their profits, but a lot of their like store profits and stuff. Sure. And they're a big part of why like fifth edition exploded just because, you know, it's a point, who doesn't want to watch a bunch of voice actors be voice actors, but for fun instead of profession. Yeah. Um, And so actual play shows have made the, the whole genre just explode i've heard it time and time that it's we're now in a renaissance of dungeons and dragons which is really yeah. true there's there's more players than ever before and due to and no short of the actual play shows both um visual and podcast form uh to get people to buy more people to buy their books and content and you know subscribe to their stuff So I think if they're going to get this money grabbing, I think it's going to encourage players to look at other systems and it's going to shut down some of the shows that are kind of just kind of making it on their margins. Like they're making enough money to survive and do that for a living. But, you know, unless they're like one of the mega shows like dimension 20 Mm -hmm. or critical role or high rollers or something like that. um, It's going to take a hefty chunk out of some of those shows that, you know, if they're not making the money, then, you know, it's not worth doing. So I just yeah. I think I think it's a bad look, um, which sucks because Wizards of the Coast has done pretty damn well as far as listening to their pe- player base for um, rules and content like they're they're always all about doing what they call unearth Arcana, which is play test stuff um they, they, mm. they get feedback and then they actually release content based on that feedback and most of it's been successful so i know this stuff got leaked they did not release it on purpose so now they have unintentional egg on their face i'm, I'm hoping yeah. there's some backtracking there's Same. some some backpedaling they're like hold up pump the brakes not everyone knows <laughs> right uh yeah it's a bummer um uh, because they've they've done some good stuff um fifth edition release oh man it's been it's been out for a minute now uh, I can't remember. I remember the playtest coming out in about 2012 era, and I think probably 2014 or so was uh, the actual release. So they've been out for a while, and they've been doing good stuff and seemingly successful. But now they're trying to make bigger profits uh, from the pockets of <laughs> the people using their stuff. It seems like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the original story broke on this in uh, January 6th, and you know, I listened to some other podcasts as well, and some of them were were really diving deep into it. And it just, it really does sound exactly like what Josh is saying. Like they, uh, they see that their IP is growing and instead of allowing it to grow and allowing them to also profit, they want more of all the growth instead of allowing it to grow. Um, naturally you know what i mean like they're they're kind of like taking yeah. away some of the they're stifling creativity which is going to then stifle growth in my opinion and right i kind of think that's uh like you said that's a bad look that's just not right
1: mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, again i'll just claim that i i'm not well versed i haven't done like sense amount of research on this but it what it feels like is that they're really trying to, they already have the market cornered there are other popular systems but they may be other popular stuff but they are still don't rise to what Wizards of the Coast are doing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, sure. But I think they're just trying to like permanently stay and be the mainstay still. Um, and I think that includes their other online tools as well. Like their DD Beyond is a really seems like a really effective tool. I haven't put yeah. any money into it. Um, they let you trial it to make a character up to level two to really see what's all about. And honestly, for new players, it puts everything in one place in a very organized format. Yep. Even it makes it nice for organized, <laughs> uh, even for um, experienced players. Uh, but I know I know enough to know how I want to structure things. So I'm OK. But like if you're trying to get into it, it makes it easy to get into and it has a lot of great tools and keeps your spells uh, intact and tracked for you. And so it's some really great stuff. But I think they're trying to be like, you know, we want to be the only ones on the market doing. this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we were chatting there, I did pull up an article here that was updated, uh, yesterday on January 10th. And cause we're, we're recording here today on the 11th, but wizards or, um, uh, D and D beyond, they did tweet that simply is we know you have questions about what's going on, uh, about the OGL and we'll be sharing more soon. Thank you for your patience. So they're not saying anything. Um, and just, just to put it as simply as I could here, the, the original story here is stated that the tabletop industry is being, uh, beginning to do uh, an undergoing of seismic shifts uh, based on leaked documents showing that Wizard of the Coast intends to implement more restricted open gaming license agreements, which is the uh, OGL. Um, the, you know what this reminds me of? The, the more I've listened about it and the, the little bit I've read about it, it reminds me of what nintendo does you know with all the takedowns mm. and like you know hey you know you can't sure, do that sure um which you know what uh, it, i guess i guess i should ask you because i'm i'm not versed i'm not a huge fan of dnd yet uh i'm working my way in there got the kid shoes on the kid gloves and the kid shoes <laughs> but um i mean we all love nintendo we all love mario we all know uh the things that nintendo provides us and we put up with their yeah. rules because of it right um is this does this strike you that way and does it does it make you think the same like i love D mm. so much like i'm in there i love their worlds i love their their building tools and all these things they give me i'll put up with this you know i can't do a podcast about it yeah but, you know what i mean like i'll i can't make content it's... but i'll still play it right
1: yeah, so that's an interesting point because Nintendo, this is kind of the way Nintendo's been for decades now. Um, they've been pretty stringent on their stuff and people using it outside of specifically licensed things. Um, maybe it does seem shadier by comparison because it's it's a sudden shift for, for uh, D&D. Yeah. Um, and they were just used to it from Nintendo. Or, I don't know. It, right. They are that's exactly what I thought. Like, yeah. Yeah, they are different structures, but I definitely see where people aren't up and our Well, people don't like that Nintendo does it, but no one's like beating down Nintendo's door trying to force them to stop.
0: Right. Right. And I and like, again, you said it. it is exactly what I thought. Nintendo, we're used to it. But this is this is a new, you know, age of like additional content being made for something that they want to be able to either profit from or stop and yeah yeah as as much as we look at it you know as a negative um this one's harder to see the positive i'm being totally honest like it's so hard to see the positive it in this is
1: one. it just feels it's like it's like wizards of the coast feels like they don't make enough money off of the uh comparatively to the market that they have created if that yeah. makes sense
0: Right. Um, exactly. So their
1: their their content and their systems has made for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, to be made, and I, maybe they aren't as big as the people using their content to grow. So they're trying to use that market space to their advantage, and I don't know if there's a good or bad way to go about doing what they're doing. It seems like the the rates were pretty steep. It was, I think it was something like twenty percent or something crazy like that. Mm, like yeah, it, it was, it, was, up it there. was, yeah. It wasn't like, hey, five ten percent. You know, we this this is our, our fee and requirement to um, use our, our licenses and our gaming and our game system for um, profit, making profits. Yeah, uh, and to that I would be more understanding. I think. Uh, but it seems like it's just a significant like it's still it's still money grabby either way because they're still making revenue through the sale of their books and yeah. then through the additional content they release through additional books. Um so um I don't know if you know Nick, but but for D Beyond, if you buy the physical book, it does not get you access to that in D Beyond. You have to buy oh. two super copies already.
0: Gotcha. Did not know that.
1: Yeah. So if and then you can't share them like you could book book if you have certain people if you I think if you pay for a certain tier you can then share your content with some people but if uh, you close that account down or whatever I don't think you can do that more whether whereas like if you're sitting around a table and you know then technically you only need like three books to play D&D you could sit around and every right. share a book it's a pain in the ass but you could absolutely do it <laughs> um, so uh, and that way they're already making the same revenue from the same material in two different sections and now there, it looks like they're going after everyone's piece of a pie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking it up here, and it does say that the new agreement introduces a 20 to 25% royalty to be paid to wizards by licensed users making an excess of $750,000 a year, which definitely would be like a critical role. Um, okay, and, so it does you know, target the big it, shows. It's the big boys. It's, it's yeah. the big boys, which which I knew. I didn't know what the, the dollar amount was, but I knew it was... It was uh, not okay. everybody. I didn't catch the
1: threshold. Yeah, right, okay. right.
0: I didn't either. Um, so which we're we're just kind of talking about this on the fly as as two dudes, you know, one uh, trying to learn yeah. D you know, one who who knows it. Like, what what could this mean for us making content? You know, if we wanted to bring a D and D show, uh, which is which is a hint hint. Um, uh-huh. if, if we if yeah. we wanted to do that, you know, what would it do to us? I mean, obviously we're tiny, so it. It wouldn't yeah. do anything, uh, as far as people just trying to have a good time, you know, with friends and whatnot. But when you try to make a business out of it, um, I think that you can see, uh, Wizards of the Coast is, uh, they're kind of taking a little bit of a offense to that, I guess, you know, in a way taking a new stance.
1: Yeah. it's just, they see the lion's share that they don't have access to. And yeah. It's that greed,
0: yeah. right? It's that greed. Um, yeah, it, it greed yeah. strikes us all one way or another, but, um, I don't know, man. It seems like a high number, and they're they're hitting the big boys, so they know they're just going to get a bunch of money uh, from all this. But like you said, it's leaks. None of this is, like, written in stone. Nobody's wanting uh, yeah, to comment I, about it. I'm hoping it was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, what I'm hoping for, of course, I, I try to hope for the more positive uh, outcome, is that this was a proposal written up by somebody, and somebody with access to emails uh, said this is bullshit yeah. I'm, I'm gonna shoot this out to the internet and yeah. like and somebody's pissed because that was not a good proposal at, right versus the coast and they're like nah that dude's been canned we're still working this out but that is that was way too aggressive it's what I'm hoping for I'm not sure what's going to come out but I'm hoping with the public eye now on it they have to be much more conservative with what they're going forward with
0: yeah, absolutely. We will we will continue to see what happens on that one. Um, I'm learning D and D, and Josh is uh, he is he's my I'm his padawan. Let me put it that
1: way.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so I I I really hope this doesn't stifle you know uh, all the creativity we've been seeing and listening to because that is the opposite of what the world needs. You know.
1: So. yeah i mean i really hope so because i mean i really like fifth edition that's what, kind of what brought me back into DD. i played some when i was younger but that edition is so easy for new players and i think it has enough complexity for experienced players to do crazy shit um that I, and all my like a lot of my favorite stuff like critical role i mean i love critical role and then like not another d podcast and like Dungeons right. and daddies and uh some like the big name stuff out there is like know it's like one of my secondary pastimes right if i'm not playing games i'm I'm, I'm catching up on some of that and you know those are my drives home uh from work you know so all of a sudden like i mean i could learn a new system and be familiar but it's really nice to be like when somebody says i cast daylight i'm like oh my god that's such a good move i know exactly what's (laughs) gonna happen Uh, uh and so it I mean to really take the profits away and make the shows I like listening to less possible. Real big bummer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let let's hope for the best on that and uh, just not let it happen. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, the 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 next game I wanted to talk about actually was um, it kind of leans into Dungeons and Dragons in a way because it's like a it's like a little dungeon crawler. Um, I, I would. I think you and your wife would love to play this. And I think okay, a lot okay. of people listening would, would enjoy a fun co-op experience playing this game. Um, it is called nobody saves the world. Okay. It is. Nobody. By, saves yep. It is on game pass. Um, so you can check it out. If you're a game pass subscriber, it is made by drink box studios. And they're the guys who brought us guacamole. So if any of you have played that out there,
1: oh, uh, you'll be familiar. okay. Okay. Uh, it
0: has a very cartoon vibe to it. Uh, it's kind of a hand-drawn sort of ca- cartoon, not nothing like Cuphead or anything like that, but it's very much a, a drawn cartoon vibe. And it is a dungeon I like crawler. It though.
1: Yeah, it, and it's crunchy. Cool.
0: This has crunch to it, so I think you would like it um, even by yourself possibly because it has, and it has online. You can play online with people as well. Um, it it is kind of like procedurally generated dungeons that will be in this village that you, you sort of show up in like you're, you're there, but at the same time, you're trying to go through the whole world as Mm -hmm. uh, you start off as a certain character. And then as you level up, you can become new characters. So you like unlock abilities to transform into these characters.
1: Oh, okay. I like it. I
0: like it. So you'll, uh, the first ones you can kind of turn into are a knight. And then you turn into uh, like a link type character, use a bow and arrow, you know, Uh, Uh each character then can be leveled up to a grade letter and they start at F and you can work them up to all the way to an A. And as you do that, depending on the tiers and the trees you go, you can focus on certain characters much like you would uh, like a roguelike game. And you can make, you can follow that character's tier. So you can pick the knight And then the knight will then unlock, say, the slug. I don't have these memorized guys, so they're not going to be exactly right. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: As you unlock the slug, then you level him up to C, because C is what's needed for the next one. And then you may unlock the magician. And then the magician will need to be to a B to unlock what's after him. And you can pick a tree. It tears and trees out to different characters that you can unlock. And Depending on who you have unlocked, though, will then depend on how you can get through certain levels. So then there is sort of an initiative to like, oh, I need the mermaid because there's water in this level and I can't get to the next stuff without the mermaid. So now I'm going to refocus and go unlock her and do the mermaid. And everything's kind of like a like an undead theme in a way. Uh, Everybody has just big dark eyes like they don't have pupils or anything, you know. Um, Yeah,
1: it gives me a real uh, less sketchy version of Don't Starve.
0: Oh, okay. I, I've seen images of that one. I've never played Don't Star, but I, I know which game you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it, like there's an overworld that you kind of go around. Um and you're essentially you're you're finding pieces of a broken uh star. Well you have to buy, you have to upgrade um to get the pieces unlocked to be able to get through each dungeon. Because you can't just walk into a dungeon because it's level based, a lot like you would play most RPGs. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. So, uh, my son and I are playing at co op currently, and we did run into a dungeon. We I think we were level six or something. We ran into a dungeon of like level 32 characters in there. We're like, oh, uh, back out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's kind of cool playing at co op because it's one of those where somebody dies, uh, the other person's still alive. As long as they stay alive long enough until the countdown, then you'll respawn. Uh, if you both okay. die, then you both have to start back, you know, at your last checkpoint. Sure. Kind of yeah. Um, Makes sense. So it's kind of neat, but they consider it an action role playing game. Um, but it's kind of played back from like a top down perspective. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I don't know if it does go to four player, but I know it can be played co-op. Um, and I kind of want to read it to so give everybody a little bit better idea of what it is out there. But it says in the game, the player controls a blank slate, blank state character names. Nobody. Okay. Who is equipped with a wand? Uh, the wand allows them to transform into eighteen forms, such as a magician, robots, dragons, uh, etc. Each from, each form has two basic skills at the beginning of the game. Through a player's prog- through the player's progress, new abilities will be unlocked. The characters uh, these characters also have different stats and attributes. The skills and abilities of different forms can be combined to create devastating attacks. Other forms can share the gameplay benefits of the form when it is unlocked. So if you unlock the uh, snail, for example, the snail has a certain ability you can use. You can take his ability and the knight and combine them. So like the knight has like a rushing ability where he'll like he'll stomp on the ground and he'll do it'll do like a wave and push things away from like a knockback. And you can combine those abilities into any character you've unlocked, you just oh, go in your menu, pull nice. their ability away, and plug it into any other one. Oh, want. that's
1: cool. That's good synergy. Yeah. Uh, it is only two players at a time.
0: Two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely know it's online because there was that option. We thought about playing console to console. I was like, why do that? We're sitting right here together. We might as well play on one TV couch co-op, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what we were doing, you know, for the holiday, trying to find games to sit together and play with couch co-op, and that was when we ran across. I'm like, oh, nice. This is very cool. And we both ended up really liking it. Um, we haven't beat it yet. I think I read it's like a 15 hour how to beat or how long to beat. So it's not oh, super nice. long. Okay. There's DLC. Though. It's cheap. Um I don't I don't I don't have it pulled up on Steam here, but um I'm
1: pulling it up right now.
0: I think it was like 10 bucks, maybe 15. But the DLC 25. Full is it price, 20? Yeah. Okay, I must have been looking at a sale yeah. price or something. Uh it, the it complete bundle
1: on Steam is thirty-two twenty-seven.
0: Okay, okay. So how much DLC does that come with? Does it say on there? Because I know we ran into one uh, that was definitely uh, a, just
1: one. You got you get the the soundtrack and the frozen and the frozen hearth uh, DLC. So, so far, the, one DLC. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's the one we ran into. Um, which, uh, being a Game Pass, um, I don't know if they were discounting that stuff for the holiday as well. But it was a um, three ninety nine DLC. So I was like, well, that's not terrible. But we hadn't quite fell in love with the game yet and really, really enjoyed it. And yeah. I was like, ah, not yet. Cause we we kind of just made our way and randomly found this uh this frozen castle. And they're like, they kind of talk it up. Uh there is, you know, readable text and stuff. There's not really any voice acting in the oh, game. Oh, I see. I um, see. There's like uh it's a lot like Zelda, uh where there's just like little noises they'll make, you know, to when they're talking, they're like, oh sure. Hey, oh, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh yeah. I think it has really good, uh, just bones like it, whoever, I mean, obviously, you know, Drinkbox studios know what they're doing, but they, I think they made a really solid fun game here. That's not like overly complicated. I think it's a really great intro for anyone playing out there or wants to get somebody into the RPG. Um, and it's, and it's action RPG too. So there's, there's a lot going on you can do. So you're not, it's not turn base. And I, I know that's, uh, that's more of a JRPG thing, but I, I'm a bigger fan of action RPG. We've already talked about that, but, uh, um, Oh
1: yeah. ARPGs are the shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But this one's really fun and it's kind of puzzly. You got to know what characters to use when, and you can go in with a different build, you know, when you die. And by combining those abilities of the characters you've unlocked, uh, you can look ahead and see what characters are there and kind of see their abilities and, and okay. Oh, Hey, I, I want, I want that ability. I want to do that. Um, my son has built a slug that it's like unstoppable. It's insane. So, <laughs> um, which, which sounds ridiculous, uh, but yeah, it, it's, um, uh, it's very tongue in cheek, like a lot of comedy in it. It's actually, it actually is quite funny. Quite a few times. I've, I've had some pretty decent chuckles. Um, so I am enjoying it. It's on game pass. I say, pick it up and try it and, and have some fun with, uh, you know, with, a, a loved one or a friend or somebody. Cause it's, uh, it's very cool. It's definitely a good a good game with uh, with some kids for sure. If you have some young ones out there, you want to get in some gameplay going because you can get further away and stuff like that and play still, but um, they'll disappear and then pop to you, so you don't have to like oh, make them stay with it sticks you. Sticks
1: with the primary player. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a big plus as well. But hell yeah. Um, one of the things I was mentioning, tongue in cheek, is you have a you have a slug that goes like, you know. 30 mile an hour like he he flies all over the, the uh, map. Oh, so, he's super uh, fast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He has, yeah. A, he has a speed ability and then you can you can add more and more abilities to him. And the fact that there's 18 characters I thought, oh man, this might be crazy, but it's you get to manage them and you're only playing as one at a time. And yeah. Yeah, they they hotkey him to the D pad, which is kind of nice. So you you uh, OK, well, it's not to the D pad. It is to a, 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 a like a weapon wheel uh, like we were used to on oh, uh, utility
1: wheel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, I think it's a left trigger pull and then the wheel comes up and then you, you pick who you want. And then uh, you can hotkey some stuff. I think that was on the D pads, but it, uh, it was probably a half hour, an hour. And we were like off to the races, just destroying stuff, you know? Uh, Oh, okay.
1: Pretty quick intro then.
0: I think we're probably six or seven hours into it. And we we ran into probably hour five. We ran into some stuff where we're like, oh, God, like we just keep dying. (laughs) Like, why are we not killing things fast enough? And it turned out that you you really had to pay attention to this particular puzzle because you were trying to keep someone from dying, but you couldn't get to them. So you had to kill stuff through walls. And if you didn't Uh... do it in like correct order or like hit your targets, like first shot, then you were done for. Okay switching your build up and figuring out which one was best for that particular puzzle was, was actually kind of fun. You know, sometimes that can be frustrating, but it was kind of fun to see like the differences between the mishmash of what characters and what abilities. Cause some oh, of the, nice. Cause some of the abilities on the characters, you cannot change. Like they're stuck with one.
1: Yeah. what that's what so, makes, them, makes them unique. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and then you can kind of steal from others and then, you know, poison and, uh, um, like there's like a, uh, there's one where you can like steal health from enemies, uh, when you okay. use it. So yeah. it's are buffs, um, like that as well that are, you know, health, health buffs, but really, uh, really fun. Uh, something new that I hadn't really played and, uh, wanted to talk about it and let everybody know, check it out. If you have yes. game pass, if not 25 bucks on steam, I would pay 25 bucks for this game now that I've played it
1: um it looks knowing. pretty well done like the artwork yeah. is very cartoony like very modern day cartoony yes um and i, I do like what you said that like a lot of this mechanic and other games would probably be annoying but this one makes it good i feel like that's a fine line to walk based on what you've how you've described that stuff right like it, it could just be the worst but uh, <laughs> they somehow found a way to make it good so that's yeah. good to know
0: yeah and, and i did look it up again real quick it is uh it's a uh, 14 to 27 hours, depending on if you want to complete it. So it's, it's a, it's a fun little game. Okay. You know, it's nothing okay. crazy, but, uh, I think, you know, for the price and, and what you get and the co-op with it being couch co-op, which a lot of that and doesn't exist in all the builds free. you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. All the builds you can do, you, you could probably easily get your, your dollar oh, per yeah. hour there. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not to mention that, you know, I think you could do multiple playthroughs and have additional fun just by doing different builds when you're finished.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Sounds, for sure. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun for us. Anyway. That's half the fun of ARPGs anyway, is playing right. the game again, but doing it with a different build, something yep. completely different than what you've done before. Yeah, but,
0: absolutely. I don't know if he'll be up for it or not, but uh, I may have my son uh, do a, a review for our YouTube channel with us, with me or nice, whoever, nice. And, and talk about it when we're finished with it, because he's, he's kind of in love with this one, and we haven't got to play it here in probably about a week because school came back and everything uh,
1: happened. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll probably dive back into that a little bit more this weekend. Nice. All right, man. Well, I think we're going to get out of here for this week. We've talked some games and we talked some Dungeons and Dragons. Um, that one's a, uh, that's a bit of a bummer, but that's okay. Uh, I want to get Josh's take on that one. I have not actually asked him yeah. about that. So
1: D&D hasn't popped up on the show for a while. So I'm glad you did.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. We need, we need to make it pop up more eh, over time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, once again, if you're new to the show, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Depending on if you're on YouTube or not, any viewership is amazing. Uh, We love our audience. And uh, if you guys want to uh, help us out over on Patreon, patreon.com slash loud thumbs. We we are doing those shows again. Like I said, we're going to do some post show and bring some content to everybody uh, early uh, every week. So that's good stuff. And thank you again for everybody who has Helped us grow the channel. Uh, It's starting off to be a great 2023. And we will be back in another week. And until then, everybody out there, game on. Volume up. And stay loud.
1: Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Caleb Lynch, Brian Koger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mesra, Holden Moffat, SursFurniture.com.